Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Trendsetters podcast. And in the spirit of being a true trendsetter, we're going to talk today of the future, not only of social media, but of crypto, of tokens, of this entire world that we've really seen unfold over the past 12, really even six months. Uh, We're going to talk about exactly what that future is. So Today, I'm joined by Eduardo and Sebastian from the Winter team, and we're going to dive into all things future of social media, decentralization, you name it. This is a very long conversation. We're going to hit as much as we can today. But look, this is the subject matter. I got a book coming out late October. This is the subject matter that we're going to be talking about for the next decade. So if you want to get ahead, if you want to be a trendsetter, you got to be tapped into stuff like this. All of that said, Eduardo, would love to get an intro to yourself and Sebastian as well and, and what you guys are up to. Absolutely. What's going on, everybody? My name is Eduardo Fenegra. I am the Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder for Winter. We've been in the business for a little over six months, uh, went into full pre-sell mode a month and a half ago, and then now we are fully launched. So if you know we, we have our tokens listed into a couple of exchanges right now, so we're on Cointiger and on PancakeSwap. So that's big news on our end. Right now, we're just kind of focusing on creating the MVP, which we already have that set in stone. You know, we're looking into launching the platform at the beginning of August. And, you know, I can go into further depth in that to give you guys an intro of myself and where I started my whole journey. I've been a crypto head since a little over two years now. Bitcoin guy, Ethereum guy, been a hodler as well. So if anybody doesn't know what hodling means, it means holding on your dear life. Hold is actually the correct pronunciation for hodling. So that's the funny part. But overall, my experience, I've been working in artificial intelligence, real estate for a good five years. So I've been in the startup game for quite some time where I was able to connect with certain entrepreneurs that have their certain aspects when it comes to alternative investments or any type of digital assets. And that's where it came about about two and a half years ago. Uh, an investor for a company that I was working for at the time. We'd been in the business for six months, got connected with Sebastian. So Sebastian's on the other side. He's our chief technology officer. So I'm going to go ahead and shut up and let Sebastian speak on his behalf of where he came from. Okay. So hi, everyone. So I'm Sebastian Diné. I'm the CTO and lead developer of Reinter. So more of the man behind the scenes, holding the strings together to make Reinter happen. So I'm in the IT sector for nearly 12 years now in various positions. Uh, I also have a background in machine learning. I'm doing this blockchain thing for three to four years, started as a Solidity developer. Yeah, now I'm more of entrepreneur or, or tech lead who is uh, trying to guide other people to make this vision of this great new project come alive. That's incredible. I love the, I love the backgrounds and I love that you guys are working on this. So for those that 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 go to your website or your social media and kind of see from a very high level kind of what you guys are up to, you mentioned decentralized social media project. Explain what that means as if I am your average consumer that is less consumed in kind of the crypto future, digital tech, digital assets world. What does that ultimately mean? Um, either Eduardo or Sebastian, what what does like decentralized social media ultimately mean? So yeah, Eddie, I'm taking this. Um, so think of Winter as a multiverse of communities. So on, on let's say YouTube or Instagram, you have your platform that is centralized in a way that one company is controlling everything. What Winter is, we are decentralized. So in a way that each community is 
completely on its own. It can evolve to whatever it's, it wants to be. And the um, common currency of these ecosystems is a social token that each creator is automatically assigned to when he's joining the platform. So automatically with the social token, he's starting his community in winter. And on top of that, he can create his content. His, it can be text, it can be audio, video, images, everything. It will automatically become NFTs that not only belong to the creator, but to the whole community in a way that when someone is posting content, there will be an automatic auction that people can bid on and can start purchasing stuff from their favorite creator. So actually they can own a point of career or of the life of their favorite celebrities or favorite creators. So this much, they are much more engaged with their celebrities or with their with the people that they love the most. So we bring these two parts together more closely with Winter. Yeah, Ben. So I guess then the way that other social media platforms take like TikTok, for example, that would be centralized because you have a company or an entity that is ultimately controlling not only what content can actually even be posted, but also the ownership then of that content. And so then for creators, they can create all they want, but at the end of the day, TikTok can license that however they see best fit. They ultimately own that. They also own the specs in terms of, you know, it needs to be a video that's 15 to 60 seconds long. It's going to be vertical. They own the distribution of that. They own what content can actually be posted. So this almost takes that away and allows for that decentralization, which is ultimately going to lead to not only a greater level of creativity from creators and influencers and celebrities, but then also it's going to allow for them to actually own the content they're creating. And no longer will they have to then maybe monetize. I, I'd love to even dive into that monetization conversation because that is a question that I am asked by, by so many influencers. How do I monetize? How do I monetize? How do I monetize? And it's through brand deals, it's through product partnerships, it's through launching their own merch, but they're not able to actually monetize their own content. How would this be different? How could I say I'm an influencer with 5 million followers on TikTok, say I built up a, a, a strong community on your platform, how could I then monetize ultimately that content being created? Sure. So first part will be the social token. So the more social tokens you sell, there's a bonding curve. The higher the price gets automatically. And there's then also the secondary market. So later down the line, we will also launch a marketplace. So Winter is built modular. So we will plug in more features over the time. So later there will also be a marketplace. So secondary market will also be an important part of raising value of person's social token. So this is one part, the social token. The other part is the NFT and the bidding because they will get 95% of what was raised, they will own. Other 5% we need because we have to run servers and have to, and have to hire people. But 95% of the fees or of the bidding money they earn, they make with the auction is their money. So they can do whatever they want with, with it. They can grow their community. They can reinvest or whatever they want. The more content the person is posting, the more valuable his social token is getting. And also for hodlers of the social token, it gets quite attractive because you have a, be a benefit over others that own less tokens of a certain person when you're bid. So you can outbid someone if you own more tokens quite easy. That's fascinating stuff. So I guess then it gives an incentive to creators and influencers to post maybe higher quality or exclusively post content on this platform, very much like, like an OnlyFans situation, which is obviously a lot different, uh, but like an OnlyFans or like creating your web, like some sort of paywall, like with the Nelk Boys, instead of having that, 
they could actually just post that content on here and be able to monetize that. Is that right? So there's a strong incentive for ultimately creators to get on the platform. So I guess then from the consumer perspective, Eduardo, so say I'm not a creator, I'm not an influencer, I don't post much on social media, but I follow along with it. And I'm also trying to figure out how maybe I can monetize my time or my consumption or my stand of a celebrity, like my, my ultimately like fandom of this influencer or celebrity. So there then is a way for me to buy into the tokens of these particular pieces of content as NFTs. Is that kind of how it works? Like, what does it look like then from the consumer perspective? Absolutely. And I think for the, cause that's such an excellent question where we all think that because this platform, like our main focus of this platform is to drive everybody who are completely new to cryptocurrency, right? Like we just want people to like join in a new platform, engage with certain content that, that they can follow their favorite creators, influencers, and celebrities. And it just gives them that benefit to make that economic incentive on, on top of that, depending on where the market goes per person that's affiliated or associated into the platform. And with that being said, it all comes down to the marketing aspect where, again, we think about this all the time, where it's like, how do we want to get people to come into our platform and create more of this user adoption where it's very easy being said? Because again, when people that are new to crypto or blockchain in general, people can get really confused on certain areas where it's like, wait a minute, I kind of see the benefits from this, but it's so confusing from like the technical standpoint and all the other gist of it that goes into the platform where we look at our platform, we just want to make it easy and transparent for everybody to comprehend. So that's what we look at. I love that. And, and so I guess the way how on Instagram right now, take Instagram, for example, you are almost the product. Your consumption is the product monetized through their ads. And yeah. that's ultimately how they drive revenue. And so if you're spending time consuming content from your favorite creators. Your creators are making no direct money from you consuming their content. And you're making no sort of money, nor va no value, no ownership, no equity into anything that you're actually consuming. So this is a way almost to put the power back into the hands of the consumers and creators. Is that right? Exactly. exactly. Think about it. You're holding tokens of a certain creator. And if you are an active member of its community, you're liking, you're, you're sharing the stuff, you're actively raising the value of the tokens you're holding. And then I even see the potential of Sam Casey Neistat and, and Casey doesn't really post to YouTube anymore. Um, mm -hmm. He was obviously one of the biggest YouTubers, right? Or, or even like David Dobrik in his vlogs. Well, instead of now posting that to YouTube where YouTube determines how many people I reach with it, they, they, they determine how many people actually eat, like see that video in their feed. They determine how much money you make off of it based on the advertisers that are buying on their platform. At the end of the day, as a creator, you are at the mercy of these social media platforms today. And we see that firsthand. And so these platforms, no different than what Vine did, can easily screw you over. While certainly they're incentivized to help you out, at the end of the day, they are for-profit corporations where you are the product, both creators and consumers. And without creators... And without consumers, they wouldn't exist. And so something I that I love so much about this is it puts the power back into creators, back into consumers. And I see how this plays out long term, where when creators are incentivized to create better content, not to align with the algorithm and not to align with what's going to make them the most money, they're actually going to create what the hell they want to create 
based on their consumer audience. So I know there's a big monetization play and ownership and actually taking power and more of the technical money side. But I even see there's this realm of Venice Beach creativity and next level creative that isn't seeing the daylight today that I think this platform is going to be able to actually unlock. I don't know any thoughts on that. I don't know if you've thought about that, like the, that creative aspect. You're almost allowing for a neck, like a literally a next level renaissance level of creativity for how content is created today. Exactly. Exactly. That's where my headspace is at 24 summit. So I, I come from a person as a Gen Zer, like we're on these centralized platforms 24 seven. So we're always looking at what's popping, what's going on in today's realm in the social media. And I'm a big fan of like a lot of these influencers. Like I've learned so much and David Dobrik, funny, you know, funny enough, he was actually, he, he was born and raised in my hometown. So I actually know of David Dobrik. I don't, I, we're not like close or anything like that, but I know like his friend group and all that for years and seeing on where he comes about now is absolutely mind blowing. And to me, I think that just takes on so much inspiration on myself where it's like, cool. I love where everybody's headspace is at. They can create content and do so many other things on top of that as like a business way. And again, when we circle back into winter, it's like, we want to create that for people, people that are just starting off. We want them to create anything that they want to build up into this platform and become the next David Dobrik. And the difference on top of that is that you have the right to monetize your data and have full ownership to your videos or to whatever that you upload into this platform. It's literally anything. So that is like, that is where your headspace is at. And I just think for a platform like ours, it's really going to change. It's going to revolutionize the creator aspect in so many ways. Yep. And, and next I want to move to actually an audience question. This is from Madison Deppy, Mada underscore baby on Instagram. Let's make sure to tag her in this video. I'll let you guys answer. I'll also maybe give my take too, if you guys want to take a sec. Do you think the current market could sustain a new social media or a new social platform? So do you think the current market could sustain a new social platform? I'll give my take real quick. I've said this thesis a million times all over LinkedIn social media. We are entering the continued fragmentation of social media. I think Parler, while a politically charged example that ultimately got shut down, Parler was a great example of a niche social media platform that was able to start and rise like overnight. Now, of course, then they get shut down because they didn't control their platform very well because they were centralized, right? And so I think not only is there over the next five to 10 years, we are going to see say there's eight to 12 platform main platforms today, that number I see is going to multiply by 10 over the next five to 10 years, not from just decentralized ones, but from centralized ones too. But the way you guys are structuring your platform, because it is decentralized, it almost like the fragmentation can even exist on platform in kind of an indirect way. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but I don't know. What's your take on that? Like when people say, oh, there's too much social media platforms out there. How are you guys getting into the market? What's your typical answer or, or, or thoughts on that? Yeah. So as you said, so most of them are centralized. So this is a whole nother level. So we are giving the complete control over to people who create. So we are boosting creativity there. I'm not sure if any other platform at the moment is, is doing this or, or doesn't restrict their creators in that way. So what we are doing is we are providing full control, but also full responsibility back to creators. 
actually it is a Facebook of Facebooks when you want to see it like that. Like I said, it is a multiverse of communities, multiverse of social networks. So what we are doing is not only providing one platform, we are providing a complete ecosystem that is, is able to extend on its own. Exactly. It's exactly how I feel on that on that part too. And to circle back to that main question, I mean, no matter what, there's still go there's going to be new social media platforms coming out. I'd say on like on a weekly, I, I wouldn't say weekly basis, but on a day-to-day -day basis. There's people are creating and trying to solve an issue in today's social media. I mean, like, I don't want to say that winter is the platform that's going to solve everything, right? Because we're gonna have competitors on top of that that's going to think on different things into decentralized thinking outside of the box and monetizing data. But the difference from like our side is like, we've been very strategic about this, where it's like, for myself, I've been looking in these apps 24 seven as a Gen Z or myself, again, I'm always looking at what's go like, what's hot in today's market. Where is everybody going? Where they're going to sector off to. And from the hype that I've seen over time, it is evolving. There's competitors, right? We're going to get competitors all the time. And they're still not, you know, decentralized. You're going to see more platforms that are decentralized are going to keep building, but there's still going to be centralized platforms that are still going to be building right now. Can't stop it. It's 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 like that. That's just how the game is. But I really do feel like it, it all comes down with the marketing aspect and how do you play your cards correctly onto certain platforms. And I just think that when we started winter, what makes us different is that we focus on the marketing side first. How are we going to strategically do this the right way and not fuck up like any other companies that they have done previously? Because there are some previous companies that they tried to launch a decentralized social media project. I'm not going to disclose any names here, but for what they have done from the very start, it was just really sketchy. The technical stuff was just not the right way. And same goes with the marketing point of view on top of that. It just, it wasn't it. So again, for the six months of us building this, we took a lot of time actually planning this out to knowing what makes sense. Also, one aspect there is I think that a, no other social network is offering, even if Winter or Winter as a company is failing, the sub communities can be still alive because it's on the blockchain, right? So even if let's say that the central part of us being a company providing this platform would vanish because we are on a blockchain that is decentralized, the other communities that are within the winter multiverse would survive. So we do not have control over this. So they could continue with their, with their community, even without us. I love that. And I know that's always a concern of consumers. And I know you guys are coming into this with not only vast expertise, but even sign off from, from very well-known celebrities. Diamond in the rough, you look as good as Oprah's bank account. Eduardo, tell me a little bit about your partnership with Lil Yachty. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Sasani. Sasani was the one that connected us with Lil Yachty. Yeah. So how that came about, we wanted to find the right person, influencer slash celebrity who has been in the crypto space for some time. I mean, we don't want to go ahead and like onboard a random celebrity who has very little knowledge of what crypto is. So we chose the best out of the best right now in the market. We're like, little Yachty's our best bet. He's got his own social token from a different platform and he's been heavily associated in cryptocurrency since 2016. So when we build up that partnership, we started by, we, you know, Sasani reached out to, his manager, his name's JR, shout out to JR, great person. And then after that week of getting in touch with JR, we were able to actually finalize the deal with Yachty. Yachty was already hooked 
onto partnering with a platform like us. So the beauty of it was that there was not much like pitching. It was more of like, here's the idea, here's what we're trying to focus on. And this is what's going to solve in people's on a day-to-day live when they're on, uh, on this new social network. And I think that's what really brought him the idea or that's what got him intrigued to really partner up with us. So as soon as that happened, we got on a call with Yachty. Yachty's like, all right, let's go ahead and build this up. And then from there, we were able to get a Twitter post from him, TikTok, full on intrigued into the project, which that's, you know, it's awesome because people already like knew on what this platform was going to be about. I think in all honesty, and I'm going to be transparent here, what for Yachty, because obviously for certain celebrities or no matter who you're going to onboard, that's going to be talking about cryptocurrency. They're always just going to be like, everybody, let's just take this shit up to the moon, right? Because that's that's the point. But really, again, our main focus is to create this large user adoption when we do go into full launch mode. So we actually want people to actually discuss about the platform and really knowing of what the difference is winter versus all the other platforms that everybody is on every day. So that's like our, that's where we want to get across to when we do onboard the next celebrity. But Yachty was great. Great first time celebrity onboarding. Love that. Love the approach. Big fan of Lil Boat. Real quick, I, I have another question from audience base. I know we talked a lot about creators and consumers. What are ways that brands could potentially benefit from the winter platform? Well, you can imagine that brands can also announce new products and this announcement can be an NFT. So this is one thing, one sort of how they could monetize on winter. So think of it like they're having a product like, like, like Apple would announce, would, would have announced his first iPhone on winter. Think about this type of point in history and you could own it. This is how you could, how brands could monetize their stuff on winter. You basically just answered my question. Yeah, that's solid. There are companies that, that are selling moments. So for example, when, I, when I'm looking for the WWE, they are selling, for example, their WrestleMania moments. They could put those moments into NFTs and monetize them through the platform. So really special points in sports history could be owned by greatest fans. Yeah. So when House of Highlights is promoting the NBA highlights from the Bucks nets game last night, if that were to exist on your platform, there's a way then for fans to actually buy into that, you know, KD hitting that shot to really close that game out, right? Something of that nature. I love that. That's incredible. Well, my, my, my final thing is, um, is there anything else you guys want to, to discuss or, or chat about in terms of maybe timelines or how our audience here, how can they ultimately kind of get involved? So this is actually not towards this question. This is actually circling back to the other question, because I think that question is so good. So when I think of brands, I think of brand deals for very specific creators, influencers. Who, so anybody who is looking to get a deal from a bigger brand, right? And one thing that I do notice, and I've been in contact with a very few creators, and they tell me this pain point before where it's like a brand deal will hit them up. And it's always hard for them to send over the transaction amount, depending on like what certain things that they need to focus on for them to actually post a certain video or picture on their platform. So one thing that would be a game changer for it all is that if there is a creator or an influencer, really anybody that has an X, you know, an X amount of followers, then really a brand deal can reach out to them directly and they could just go ahead and invest the deal amount directly towards their tokens. So directly towards them. 
So that can actually solve so many that like that solves a lot of issues from there as that's like one of the biggest, hardest things in today's era on TikTok, especially on TikTok. Yeah, I couldn't applaud you guys more for those efforts that would make our lives a lot easier on the marketing side, having to facilitate a lot of these deals and ideas and, and deal with the creative control. So I love that you're pushing for that. And, and I think even furthermore, like the way you're able to empower creators and consumers, this is going to create a new era of social media that is inevitably like this is our future in terms of social media there's no other way absolutely perfect um what stage are you guys at right now what's coming up how can our audience get involved so on on the marketing standpoint on my end um a few things that are coming up next week one we're getting on a call sebastian and i are going to be doing a live interview with crypto wendy o next tuesday at 10 a.m pst and then another fun, exciting part, we actually just established this deal today. A new a new YouTuber, we just onboarded uh, today. So our social media team is actually going to be building up the flyer by this week. And yeah, we're expecting to get the first video from him next Tuesday. So really the same day as Sebastian and I do the interview with Crypto NDO. So we're really stoked on that. Incredible. And then in terms of timelines on the product side, Sebastian, what does that look like? So yeah, we are planning to launch the MVP on August. So this will be the core of Reinter will be there. So everything I talked about before. So people or creators can join the platform, can create their content as, as NFTs, the auction system, the social token system, everything will be in there. And after that, after the MVP, we want our community to decide what will be next. So like I said before, this is built modular. So we can plug in more features down the line. So yeah, after that, in the process, we will ask our community, what should be next? Should it be the marketplace? Should it be some kind of staking? Should it be the mobile app? Which browser versions, whatever you want. That's incredible. Well, Eduardo and Sebastian, thank you again for joining. This was an incredible conversation for all of our listeners here. I couldn't recommend more diving into this space. Go check out their website. Go check out their social media. Continue to stay tapped in and, and, and stay up to date with everything because If you want to be a trendsetter, you're going to need to be on this platform in the weeks and months ahead. And and this is going to be a decade long play. So now's the time to get in.